You mean bad moms, Jay Hernandez? <laughs> 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 Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Yeah, good morning. And uh, from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Top of the morning to ya. Ah, to ya! <laughs> and uh, today we are going to be doing a mini pod. Mini pod! Ragnapod! Oh, a ragnapod. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds almost like arthropod or something like that. <laughs> I don't know how you guys could ever be surprised when I do that. <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've done a mini pod. I guess pod. so. Yeah, it I has been so. quite a while, but uh, we'll be doing a mini pod of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That's right. By the way, that's a, that's an interesting thing. Immigrant Song is played in this a couple of times. There used to be a time where Led Zeppelin was prohibitively expensive for yes. studios. Yes. And uh, I don't know if they got... I think maybe Cameron Crowe got like a discount for Almost Famous. Yeah. But for the longest time... The, and that's the whole joke in Wayne's world that he can't play Stairway. <laughs> yeah. And he can't even play the actual notes when they're making that joke. Yeah. And uh, I guess somebody went to them and said, guys, <laughs> you guys are are literally wasting millions of dollars because your price is so high. Come on, can you knock it down? Like, let's make it a little bit more competitive. Now you hear Led Zeppelin songs everywhere. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Like, yeah, let's cash in on this while we're still, you know, alive. Um anyway, uh Thor Ragnarok uh came out uh, this weekend made 121 million dollars domestic. Shabby. Not too shabby at all. It uh uh, I believe the seventh all time in Marvel's uh, history um, for opening for opening weekend. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what do we think about this movie? Thor Ragnarok. Boy, it's getting a lot of praise, isn't it? It is. And I think most of it is founded. Mm -hmm. Like I actually I, this is one of those instances where Rotten Tomatoes just got it right on the nail for me because like, I came back and I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and it was 95 percent fresh, which means 95 percent of the critics on Rotten Tomatoes liked it. Right. But the average score was 7.1 out of 10. That's pretty much right where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I had a really good time. I laughed a lot. Um, but it's it's paper thin, baby. Mm -hmm. Like on Twitter, I called it cotton candy. Mm. It's just tasty air. Mm. <laughs> it's really all it is. Yeah. Um, I it really much enjoyed the fact that it was that, though. I was really, really glad that it wasn't heavy. Yeah. Um, because I am... I'm so tired of hearing about Infinity Stones, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm so tired of hearing about this, you know, this big, big picture that they're, they've been creating all this time. This movie is completely, like, on its own. It's its its own thing, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed it so much that it didn't have anything to do with the larger story at right. all. Uh, it was a breath of fresh air after seeing all these other movies. That last Thor, Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> was so, so bad. I mean, it was a bad movie. That was just a bad movie. And it wasn't, I mean, it had maybe some humor in it. But mm -hmm. this one, just like, let's just kind of, this should have been the Thor that introduced us to Thor. I guess mm. so. I mean, what's weird is that they, they chose this outside of Guardians of the Galaxy, but the central MCU movie, they chose Thor to be this comedic, showpiece mm -hmm. you know when he's arguably 
The only times that it's wrong for humor in the first one is that he's a fish out of water, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's not a comedic character. Mm-hmm. It's just that he doesn't know the, the rules of the land and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of odd that they chose him to, like, crack wise throughout this, this yeah. whole movie. It works. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's definitely funny. Now, I will say, not all the humor works for me. Mm. Like, Hulk has a big dick. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> give, give me 30 seconds to recover from the laughter I have for that, for that moment. Like, or, you know, Hulk is bouncing a ball in the background. I, actually, my biggest gripe about this movie is I think there's too much Hulk. Um, I think he works better in smaller doses. Mm-hmm. Um, and in truth, my, my actual biggest gripe about this movie is with the marketing department. Because can you imagine what you would have felt if you hadn't known Hulk was going to be in this movie? Right. When you get to that gladiator scene and he shows up and that whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been euphoric. Yeah. It's the best moment in the whole movie, and they tipped it from the very first trailer on. It so- is, yeah, it is a funny moment, and you could hear it. Chris and I were in the theater, and it, you have a pause. Yes, I know him from work, and there was a couple of little snickers, but that's it. Like yeah. you could have really mined that for for a big laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's that's true. Like they, it's almost like. I don't know. Is is there really any secrets these days that they could keep? Even though, yes, we, I guess the what you're saying is we're seeing the actual scene and we're not hearing that Hulk is in the movie. Or I mean, whatever. yeah, I would have I, if I, if you'd have told me Hulk's in the movie and I still didn't know how. Mm-hmm. I still think I would have gotten a little bit more out of that. But yeah. you're right. By the time that, that scene comes on in the movie, I've seen it 15 times. Yeah. I've already seen the GIF and all the memes, and I mean, so it that, again, I'm not blaming the director or the actors or the filmmakers it's just just it's it's disappointing to me because i feel like that would have been an amazing surprise instead what they chose to keep secret was the matt damon cameo <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which i didn't even catch really no yeah i mean because I, I, that was he going looks on so different the- when he's when he's doing his thing right. like I, there was a bl- glimpse and i was like is that matt damon and then it was i never saw his face like up close again was it during the play yeah the, the beginning? play yeah because yeah. there was so much there i mean i actually mentioned to chris i was like where where was sam neal in this because yeah, yeah. he was in the, He's background. In the play too yeah. he's playing odin i guess yeah right? and then they had uh luke hemsworth right. playing thor in that play um but uh but yeah the that that fight is an interesting thing because once again we are s- sort of thrust into civil war territory right mm-hmm. because yeah. there's no way either of those characters beat the other and like and win and like somebody dies out of it or anything like that right we don't so, even know who wins yeah well <laughs> and and that was something that you know i was on aaron dicer's podcast we were talking about it said it would have been actually better to just not even see them fight really yeah just see them like in the background like throwing each other around and <laughs> stuff while loki and jeff goldblum and all these <laughs> other guys are talking yeah. and stuff like that and then all the stuff with them saying like i won that fight and everything <laughs> would have a little bit more mystery to it it'd right. be a little bit more like rocky three like at the end of uh, rocky three where rocky and and uh apollo creed are about to fight and it just stops in mid ding yeah ding. <laughs> um what do you think of the look of this movie um yeah it matches the tone it's colorful as all hell right i mean yeah okay so we've we've reached a point where even the director came out and said I realize this is going to be a collaboration. This is not going to be my movie necessarily. Uh, but they gave me a little bit of room to kind of make it more visually my style. Mm-hmm. And you could see where they marvelized it for sure. But I thought, especially when they get to the the trash planet, basically, um, 
the colors there reminded me almost of like Fifth Element type of stuff. Oh yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's got a little bit, a little Flash Gordon in it. It's yeah. Got a little Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy in it. Um, and yeah, it's definitely fun, and it is it is sort of refreshing to have a film, at least a comic book movie that doesn't try too hard to be serious when it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it it juxtaposes oddly with the whole Ragnarok concept to me, though, with the death and rebirth and the goddess of death. And <laughs> but the whole movie is just it's just popcorn, baby. We're just gonna take everything super light. And so, you know, it wasn't really ever any doubt in my mind that they were gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm down. I'd give it a solid B. No, I agree. And it, it's actually the first thing that I thought of because they mentioned Ragnarok at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then they mentioned Ragnarok at the end. But like this movie has very little to do with Ragnarok. Yeah, you know? I mean it. It does. If you want to really go deep, it's a, it's symbolic of what the new uh, sort of thinking about what Asgard is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that that I mean, it does sort of symbolize that. I mean. I like I like Ragnarok better than Thor, a new beginning, or something like <laughs> the new chapter. Thor takes Manhattan. Um, Thor in space, right? Thor in space. <laughs> Thor X. Um, so um, so yeah, I'm gonna give this an A minus. Hmm. Um, uh, the only thing about this is, and and Barrett and I watched this movie together, and we were talking about this afterwards is the is there's a really uh it's really hard to tell and this is hard to tell in all the movies what their powers are and who really has the advantage and what is the real weaknesses and Mm -hmm. and everything it's really hard to tell i mean in 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 the end it's they they do do something different they don't this does not i mean this is not spoilery i don't think uh, they do not resort to a whole bunch of punching in the end. It's mm-hmm. not Thor up against somebody who's just like Thor, and <laughs> they are punching each other until finally some nonsense happens that you know makes it makes it all hap- makes it all work. But um, that's really the only problem I have with it. Uh, Kate Blanchett, I think, could have been given a better character. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's yeah. funny is that I enjoyed her, but I didn't enjoy her character. Yeah, that's the like thing. I, I could tell that she was having fun. Yeah, I wasn't having as much fun. Yeah, well, um, and, so and and not only and not only is the character not well drawn out, it it's basically maleficent. Yeah, yeah. the character is <laughs> yeah. maleficent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was bothered in that climax on the rainbow bridge. That when you take you take Thor and Kate Blanchett out of the equation, of course Hulk is uh, fighting a dog in the water. But basically, the Valkyrie chick, Loki, Heimdall, um, everyone is seems to be equal there. Like mm-hmm. they're just they're just slicing through the baddies, and there's just it's just meaningless noise to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather have gone underwater with Hulk and the dog and just f- watch that whole fight rather than keep cutting back. To, oh, good Loki's. By the way, Loki. It's just a pawn in this movie. Yeah. The screenwriter is just like, I need this to happen. Loki, you're going to do it. Well, <laughs> you're my guy. And they're, and they're obviously setting him up for you know the next movies and everything because there's there's some scenes in there that make you realize, okay, he's up to no good again. <laughs> and he's going to be a major part of probably Infinity War and all that and, you know doing his stuff of course everybody's going to be a major part of infinity war well that's yeah. the thing and i've probably said this a, a dozen times now but i'm watching this movie and i'm just i'm just i can't help but think 
how's it going to play when Captain America is fighting side by side with a talking space raccoon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How is that going to play? Yeah. Because I think I think it, the the silliness of the space alien world that, that Marvel's created is going to invade the more serious real world Earth movies more than the other way around. Right. I don't think Cap can go to space and make a Guardians type environment feel real. Right. With real stakes. So I'm I'm very extremely terribly nervous about all that yeah we were literally talking about that on the way out of the the theater is that where do the human characters in fact i brought up black widow what the fuck is black widow gonna do yeah (laughs) like she's already been pretty worthless but now (laughs) yeah she's gonna have like what she's gonna have some i don't know what she's gonna do (laughs) she's gonna uh, oh god i don't know i'm really really nervous about this whole yeah she's gonna she's uh she's gonna cock a gun somewhere (laughs) yep she's going to do some karate on some aliens It's very effective. <coughs> yes. Uh, before we get into spoilers, one thing I wanted to mention is the music for this. Not mm-hmm. only the immigrant song stuff, which I thought worked awesome. Yeah. So I'm in a great theater with great sound and everything. But overall, like this 80s type of uh, soundtrack was awesome. And we were talking like, who who did this? Because it, is- it sounds really good. And it's somebody that we brought up uh, last, we, last podcast. We brought him up very briefly, but it was Mark Mothersbaugh, yeah. who's a former Devo guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this uh, music has an 80s electronic aesthetic to it. <laughs> and uh, it, uh, again, it's uh, my happy place. Yeah. When, I hear, <laughs> when I hear 80s electronic music, it makes me a kid again. Um, but yeah, the music in this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoyed Anthony Hopkins playing Loki playing Odin. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, yes. Was the, that was the only time he did anything. <laughs> yes. it, it was. And I, 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 I thought that was really fun, uh, you know, because he's sleepwalking through the rest of this movie. But uh, that moment, it was giving me some giggles. As soon as Thor shows up, he's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, what would you give this, Barrett? I'm more with kind of in Jeremy's camp, but a solid B. Mm-hmm. I had I had more just issues because tonally to me there was some serious stuff. There was like you know super high stakes when uh, when Hella like destroys the hammer and stuff like that, and we're set That's up spoiler. To be- <laughs> oh, isn't that in the is uh, it in the trailer? The trailer? I think it's in the. It trailer. was in the trailer. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, actually. I'll interject for a moment. Uh-huh. No, finish your thought. I'll come back to mine. Go. Well, I mean, but and, and then at the end, we're supposed to buy all these steaks, but then in the middle of it, and rightfully so, it's, it's the most fun I had out of the movie. In the middle of it is this kind of caper type of let's get off, let's get back to the the planet and everything. More light and funny and airy. Of course, you had the uh, the big uh, Korg, is that his name? Like the, the big yeah, rock yeah, the guy. the rock guy, yeah. Um, super funny stuff, but I thought there was just, the, tonally, I thought it was a little bit mismatched. We're going to hop on the ship, won't it come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so funny to me, is that, and that's uh, Taiki Watiti, who's the director who did the voice, who we both thought was Brett McKenzie. Immediately we thought so. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there laughing because it's so Brett McKenzie-like. And, uh, Brett McKenzie. Yeah, Brett McKenzie. And, uh, but yeah, like, the, a line like that where he's like, hey, man, we're going to get on a ship and get out of here is not a funny line. No. Just the way he says it is beautiful. <laughs> well, and then then when he repeats it like 10 minutes oh, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even know who he's talking to. He's just like <laughs> talking to the first person he sees. Hey, you want to come with me? Um, so there's a lot to like. Let's, shall we dive into the spoilers? Let's do it. All right. Spoilers. No spoilers! 
Actually, and basically his Kaiser says, Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's, She's the sister and the daughter. She's they just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Um, okay, so the hammer scene. I'm watching the Odin dies scene. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, my first thought was, can't you just go to a real cliff and film it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then Odin like disintegrates into light or whatever. And for a second, I thought, well, maybe that's why they green screened this cliff, even though they shouldn't have had to do that. Then I read why what happened, because in the trailer, when she grabs his hammer and smashes it, that's apparently in some alley in a city. Oh, and really? they completely rewrote the scene and set it on a cliff. And I'm guessing at that point oh. it was faster and cheaper to just green screen it. But that is the fakest looking two guys on a cliff <laughs> yeah. I've seen yeah. in it's, years. It's not good. Um, and it was really bothersome to me. And of course, I'm the nitpicker. Well, and, <laughs> and plus, that's a heavy scene of exposition that doesn't really explain anything. No. Yeah. Because exactly. Odin's like, by the way, you have a sister. She's got powers. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, don't worry, because he gets to come back whenever Thor needs an answer. Yep. And you know, convenience, Dad. Yeah, flash. He's memory. like he's like uh, Dumbledore and Harry Potter. You know, he's like <laughs> exactly. you know, anytime you want, uh, anytime you need an answer, you just you know, I don't know, you uh, you shine over to where he is, <laughs> and you know, he can give you the right answer and everything. Uh, we were talking about this also. I you know, talking about the powers and everything like that. Um, I I have a I still have a problem with the fact that Thor. Uh, throws his hammer towards Hela, and Hela's able to crush it. Mm -hmm. But then later on, it's you know he has his spaceballs moment, yeah. where like you know the the <laughs> forget the, the ring, I got it from a cracker jack right, box, right? Where it's like it's not the hammer so much; it's really what's inside of you that counts. The Schwartz, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so like Hela has shown to be an an extremely powerful being. I, I actually sat there and thought, how are they going to kill her? Mm -hmm. How yeah. is there any chance of killing her in this? There's no there's no way. She's shown all power. There's mm -hmm. no there's no weakness here. That's because you didn't expect them to bring Jay Hernandez from Suicide Squad in at the end. <laughs> that's, that's correct. That's correct. You mean bad moms, Jay Hernandez? <laughs> um, yeah, so like later on when he's like, he's like, you know, by the power of Grayskull yeah. and gets his lightning and everything, he's able to, he's able to like at least hurt Hela and Hela has like got no answer for it and everything. And I'm like, if the same power that he uses by focusing through the hammer. Sure is is that same power then why does the hammer get smashed when she how can she just grab that now i know barrett you said that maybe he's calling something deeper and that you know that it's not that with the hammer he was actually he was using limited. that as a crutch but i don't buy it no i agree i don't buy it either but i don't buy it for the same reason that i didn't buy the end of wonder woman either yeah yeah you know at the end of wonder woman is the same thing where she taps into this greater reserve in order to to fight the the god of war you know and and it's just it is a kind of cheapened excuse or device to use to to put them kind of on the even plane i mean field. how many movies has thor been in before he gets to learn that he's got extra reserves that he can go all raiding on their asses at least five yeah <laughs> and i was also now maybe the movie explained this um because this is another one of those movies where my my hearing difficulty really kind of 
got me because there's a lot going on audio wise uh, that I didn't maybe necessarily catch. Mm. But the opening scene, Thor defeats Jay Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the movie, how do we beat Hela? Let's bring in that guy that I easily defeated at the beginning of the movie. Mm. And that guy beats Hela and destroys Asgard. Yeah. So the, the only because it, they had to put his crown on the eternal flame. That was how that came about. That was the whole prophecy. But that's how they brought him back. That's how they brought him back. But it, when Thor defeated him, he didn't have that eternal flame. That's what he was using Thor Jesus to Jesus Christ. To. That was the excuse. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, never have I thought Asgard was stupider with their collection of all the powerful trinkets. Yeah. Like, this is the most dangerous shit. <laughs> Why would you do this? Well, and and also, and as uh, you know, uh, we were, I was talking about with Aaron, and Aaron brought up was that you know, he looks at the Tesseract. Right. So he's going to have the Tesseract oh, yeah. in his hands later on in the next movie. So, like, yeah, again, Thor is is on to Loki this entire movie, and yet he's going to let him steal a goddamn Tesseract. <laughs> Go ahead and take care of this. Yeah. Well, and he also lets him 180 because he zaps him yeah. on the trash planet. The very next time he sees Loki, Loki has flipped. I'm yeah. just going to help you. I'm going to fight with you. I got yeah. on this ship with this rock guy, and now mm -hmm. I'm good. No conflict there whatsoever. <laughs> and then I'm going to come in at your crowning throne ceremony at the very end scene and stand there like your brother. And Thor's way smarter than that. Now, I'm sure the next movie will show Thor knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew he was going to triple but cross fuck him. that. Well, <laughs> of course, at the end of it, he knows that Loki's not going to be able to behave when they take him to Earth and all that. And, you know, he. I think Thor, I think what's funny about Thor is like, yeah, you'll act up, but we have the Avengers, so we're going we're going to easily beat you whatever. And now happened. they have the Revengers. Indeed. <laughs> the Revengers. Okay, so everybody's loving Jeff Goldblum in this movie. Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't hate him. But there's no character there. It's literally just play yourself. Just yeah. just Goldblum it up. And I know I've already talked to Aaron about this and he's like I love it. I love Jeff Goldblum. Give me give me more. But for me I was just like, you know, at one point you were an actor. Yeah. All right? Now you're just doing the same guy you are Ian in the Malcolm. commercials, but you have but you have makeup on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering where he made that switch, where he just where he made the uh, like the Christopher Walken type of switch, yeah. where I'm just going to be playing this. And it may have been Jurassic Park because he's kind of been doing Jeff Goldblum. But, since he, but even Jurassic in Jurassic Park, Park he's not. I, it, it's there's a containment to it. Yeah, yeah. And then even in Lost World, there's a containment to it, and Independence Day, and all that. So. After that, there's not any major type of movie, I don't think, that just, you know, he suddenly... He disappears into a role. Right, yeah. Like, so, I don't I don't know either. I think it's just to a point where an actor gets where it's like, we're hiring you to be Jeff Goldblum, yeah. and he's cool with it, because <laughs> what else is he going to do? Is he he's going to be in some hard-hitting drama of some sort? <laughs> you know, we. It, I think he's the type of actor that, you know, maybe we can't take seriously anymore yeah. after mm -hmm. all that. Um, as far as actors are concerned, I probably should have said this even in the spoilers though, but I mean the non-spoilers, but Tessa Thompson for me is, is just fucking amazing in this movie. She's great. Yeah, yeah. She I, was my favorite part. I love it. And I just read a story that she and a whole bunch of other Marvel women decided to go to the studio and say, Hey, we need to have a, an all women's Marvel movie. Good luck convincing the studio to do that. I don't know, man. You put you put some of these women in there. It should do well. It's, if you put Marvel on the fucking thing, people will go watch. I don't know. Okay, I'll, I may I may slightly disagree. What it depends on how they go about it because right now the most prominent ones, female heroes they have in the MCU are Black Widow. Now this girl who this is her first movie, 
I guess we had Lady Sif a couple of times in Thor movies. She could come oh, back. Yeah. We're going to get a Captain Marvel movie in two and a half, three years. So I don't know if you just throw a bunch of hot women and superhero roles together in an ensemble that that alone is going to draw people in. I'm fucking there. <laughs> not if Black, I mean, okay. Black Widow's one of the stars. I'm not. <laughs> well, Scarlet no, I'm still Witch, there. Though. Still there. Okay. Well, you enjoy it. Still there. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. I watch her in anything. I've seen her in fifty things. I don't need to see her do Black Widow again. She, maybe, maybe they give her a reason to do something better than she's done. Well, that in would the be Avengers. excellent. Actually, talking to Dicer, you know, one of the things that he and I think works best about Thor Ragnarok is the freedom they did give the director to kind of be himself, which. It almost seems rare these days for a Marvel film, mm -hmm. especially with all the stories we've heard. And I, I quipped back, yeah, go ahead and make a Black Widow movie as long as you get the guy from a raid and the raid two to direct. <laughs> and yeah, he was true. like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you want to take you, you take Black Widow in a different direction. Fine. Um, you know, I just don't. God, I'm, I'm going to. You're the reason why there's not going to be a women's <laughs> Marvel movie because of that. Now, right wait, there. now, wait, now, wait. I'm I'm willing to admit I'm being negative, but I don't want to cross over into just being straight up sexist. <laughs> there has to be there has to be a movie reason for yes. them to all team up together. That's true. It but cannot simply be let's do the all female Avengers. But that, I don't, do you do you really think though that Tessa Thompson's going to the studio and say, hey, let's just throw these people in a mixer bowl and let's just make it a call it an hour and a half movie and let's. Let's cash in and then leave. I do not. That may be what they're hearing, though. <laughs> I don't think they necessarily had a story they took to them. I think you have to have some kind of story floating around to be able to say. Now, maybe, maybe she did. Maybe she said, hey, let's get all the women in and didn't have any idea. Maybe. It's a know. possibility. But I mean, where, if it happens, I'll judge it on its merit. Yeah. I just, you know, it sounds a little bit. Politically correct. Well, no, hey, I, I see where you're coming from because she's introduced beautifully. She's yes. you know, she's downing this bottle and just fucking falls off of the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. One so of the greatest funny. moments in, in the movie. But then towards the end, she's not really shown doing anything Valkyrie-ish that's, that's any... That's, she puts on the outfit. More, yeah, she puts on the outfit and she slices up a few like no-name uh, Death Eaters or mm -hmm. whatever. But like she's not shown doing anything exceptional. Um, you know, relative to to the rest of her stuff. Remember, so. we also have Gamora. We have Gamora too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. She's. Um, I guess I'm. Just, I guess what I'm saying is, don't separate these females from their current crew just to give me an all female team up. Like, you can have a yeah, man just, in there just to mm -hmm. do it. No, I'm not interested in. Okay, that. good. All right, we're on the same page more than I thought. No, I just I just feel like it's it's wrong to poo poo it immediately just because we think that's what they're gonna do with it. And we don't know that we no. don't we don't know any. Now, if they do make a movie and it turns out to be just total bullshit, then yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. And you know, I don't believe that they would do that though. I hope not. I mean, I do think as much as I haven't been a fan of about seventy five percent of these movies that have come out, I do still believe Marvel has some sense of planning when they do these. I'm things. sure they do. Yeah, yeah, they've been planning it. And if they did it, it would be three years from now. It wouldn't sure. be like next year or sure. anything like that. Anyway, long detour. Sorry about that. <laughs> we like long detours. Yeah. Um, I was talking a little bit about some of the humor not working for me. And an example that just came to my mind is like that the, when when Thor leaves to go to the back of the ship and leaves Banner to fly the ship. 
Mm-hmm. And Banner's just like, oh, I don't know how to fly an alien spaceship. And then he flies it perfectly for the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't have it both ways. I, I was, I thought Banner was weird, and it, it there's an explanation for it. But Banner's sh- shown to be this very self assured. Um, you know, of course, he's got the Hulk issue that he's trying to mitigate. But like he's a basket case in this movie, he is. and I think obviously it's because he's been Hulk for two years. Mm-hmm. And they, you know that's kind of fried his brains. Yeah. But like I'd like to see more of like you know the smart man and that can like think through situations and things yeah. like that. It does pay off by that awesome moment where he jumps off the ship and just thuds hey. right on Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although I have to ask, I'm sorry, that was a big laugh, and I laughed out <laughs> loud at that. But how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I guess if he's, if he's angry enough, he can turn into Hulk. Mm-hmm. If he gets hurt enough, he can turn into Hulk. But he should be putty. Like, all of his bones should be broken. Yep. And he sh- But somehow, Hulk rises out of that, and then later on down the road, will turn back into Banner, and all his bones will be fine. Yep. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, I didn't, it's purely I didn't, for the laugh. I, yeah, I definitely didn't understand that either. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there's some sort of weird comic book explanation that, you know, well, even as Banner, he has ability to survive shit, or he was in the middle of his transformation, or some bullshit <laughs> like that. You know, something, something to write it off or yep. whatever. But yeah, that's the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. And uh, and it's almost it's almost like this. If would you rather have that question and laugh out loud like that, or would you rather them say, "Well, he can't survive that"? Yeah, that's the trade off. Well, and- no, I agree. I laughed out loud. I enjoyed it. I just it, it just feels like we we write around the specifics when we need a good joke or an action mm-hmm. moment, and that's why we end up with the the people punching each other at the climax yeah. of a lot of these movies. Well, God bless it for sins videos. I will say the <laughs> biggest laugh I had in the entire experience was for a trailer before the movie. Mm. Mm. I hope you guys saw this trailer. We only saw like two. Yeah, I saw two or three. Did you see any with Chris Hemsworth as a soldier? No. Mm-mm. Okay. So this trailer plays out like Lone Survivor. Uh-huh. Somewhere in the Middle East, got separated from the rest of the army, Hemsworth and his unit. And they have to go over this pass. I guess it's Afghanistan. And the the guide is saying, oh, you can only do it on horseback. And there's a, a clip of Hemsworth saying, how many of y'all know how to ride? And they don't know how to ride. And then it's just a bunch more action and shooting. And I promised my wife I'd come home to her and blah, 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 blah. And then it goes to the title screen and the title says... <sighs> I don't I can't even remember the day, the title of the movie. It's like 12 strong. The declassified true story of the horse soldiers. <laughs> and I swear to God, I laughed out loud. 50 people in that auditorium heard me go. <laughs> because it was so I turned to my friend Jason and I said, I hope to hell that is an official subtitle for this movie. The declassified true story of the horse soldiers. <laughs> And there's even a shot in the trailer where it's straight out of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Like Hemsworth might as well be Caesar riding a one-arming a machine gun while he's riding a horse. Oh my god, it was so funny. Wow, Un- I can't wait. Unintentionally for that. funny. The IMDB says it's just twelve strong. The movie comes out in January. Never a good sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one uh, one question I had about this movie, it kind of sets it up to where Doctor Strange owns everybody right because he fucking schools thor in every way well he's like he's got to be the most powerful dude out there yeah, right see that's just you're fighting a losing battle there i know i know because uh, then you got vision with the mind stone who could melt i don't the universe yeah i'm just saying that in this movie it sets up strange to just be like thor's nothing to him if he I could agree. do all this shit to him it was also it was also 
really obviously tacked in. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we got to find a way to get another Marvel guy in here, or we got to get Doctor Strange reputation built up before Infinity War. So let's throw him into the beginning of this movie. Mm-hmm. That's the only part of this movie that I thought was a little bit was tacked on. Was the but it's a it's another entertaining scene. It is he because fucks he fucks with Thor good. Yeah, he <laughs> takes him to all these different places, and I also love the fact that when Thor is calling his umbrella uh, and, uh, <laughs> it starts smashing all over the place <laughs> and he's like sorry <laughs> and then you've got loki he opens the portal for loki and he's like i've been falling for 35 minutes <laughs> okay that's funny but again I, my sin brain turned on there and that was way longer than 30 minutes because thor had to go all the way from wherever the fuck to even get to that house and then do the whole scene with dr Strange. so yeah, loki yeah. should have been falling for like two and a half hours yeah um, nitpicky that yep, was still very yep. funny but but jeremy now now it's beginning to sound like you bring your sin brain into the movie no and 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 uh this is afterwards at post reflection ah okay when i'm looking back and i go 30 minutes did yeah. he really do all that in 30 i don't think so it's a good joke mm-hmm. would have been a better joke if you said 60 yeah yeah just would have made more sense or two hours or two and a half hours yeah. that's why they should yeah. run this shit by us first yeah, no. No, no. They should never run shit by us, no, ever. No. I was on the phone with my mom the other day. I was telling her about how I was going to go to the Critics' Choice Awards with Dicer. And I was like, I'm going to be in the room with all these famous people and all these professional movie critics. And she was like, well, you're a professional movie critic, aren't you? And I was like, no, 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 no. How can that be your understanding of what I do? Oh, God, don't tell people that. Is that what you've been telling people? By the way, I love that how that's a criticism of CinemaSins a lot of times. Well, if they followed the things that CinemaSins brings up, they'd never make movies. That's the fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, man. What else do we have to say about this movie? Um... You know the that trash planet reminded me of the Transformers the movie. Oh yes, <laughs> it reminded me so much of that, and it's crazy to me. This is how my brain works. Okay, so Dare to Be Stupid plays during the Transformers trash planet thing, <laughs> and we have Mark Mothersbaugh who is a Devo guy. Uh-huh. That that Dare to Be Stupid song is is a based off of a Devo yep. thing. Yep. So like I had that going through my that had to be an homage to to that scene it had to be interesting it, it must be especially that last we actually stayed for the the post-credit shit yeah um, suckers i don't know but uh, i only did it because i was doing the aaron dyser yeah, thing yeah and but that that last shot of jeff goldblum getting off of the, the the ship and everything and they're right in the middle of the trash stuff that looked like it was exactly out of the transformers yeah movie. yeah yeah the um, transformers the movie by the way, uh, we probably will be in. We'll probably end up doing like a bonus round of how many times Valkyrie is drinking in this movie. <laughs> like every scene has to show her like with her elbow bent and like drinking something. Now the drinking's pretty funny, but it's also like every time they cut away to her, they got to show her like drinking, and it's like, yeah, get it. She's alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Speaking yeah. of cutaways, what did you guys think about that weird? 300 moment where loki has her remember the 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 end of the valkyries uh you know what i'm talking oh, about yeah. it was very 300 yes it, it was. was i thought it was awesome though i thought it looked amazing i didn't think it did remind me of Zack snyder slow motion type right of stuff, but i thought it just looked really cool it yeah, did look it did. pretty cool i'm not i mean it looked, looked kind of like art mm-hmm. i, I um it. i liked the i liked the ending of this i liked the fact that they decided that instead of trying to battle this big huge demon 
they actually go by this prophecy. Now, I don't like prophecies in movies, right. I, especially for the reasons why they, I mean, because they're always true. Where do they come from? <laughs> who, who makes these prophecies? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and they're always true. And so like, you know, that they're like, well, I guess we're going to have to actually let Ragnarok destroy this. And yeah, there is that Odin moment where it's this sort of ex machina comes in and is like, you know, Asgard is what you make of it. It's the people, not the place and mm -hmm. all that. But what I really, really liked about that whole thing. Now, it would have the scene would have played better had it been Hela and Thor talking mm. instead of her and Carl Urban, who kind of gets sort of lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no kidding. He's a weird character. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's actually Carl Urban. It was. Yeah. It took me about half the movie to recognize that. Because I'm the whole I saw movie, I'm lips. just like, well, this guy wants to be Carl Urban so bad. <laughs> yeah, he plays Scourge or whatever it is. Um, I'm, like, I believe you. Uh -huh. You're two of my best friends. I trust you. I'm still struggling to believe you right now. Yeah, it's definitely Carl Urban. It's Ghost Ships, Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Carl Urban kind of gets lost in this, but there's a scene where Hella is talking to Carl Urban, and like she says, that gold that's right there. You know how many people we had to kill to 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 get that and everything. Basically, lays the blueprints for saying Asgard, as cool of a place as you make think it is, and it's home and all that was built on a lot of like dead bodies and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and Some shady shit happened. yeah now i wish it would had been hella and thor mm -hmm. because then the decision for thor to say yeah fuck asgard let's make our own asgard would have been a little bit more would have made more sense that's I a think. good point yeah um but for the viewer if you you know if you're paying attention to that scene you realize oh okay yeah they can get rid of this this was not this is not something to be proud of mm -hmm. um so i did enjoy the fact that they decided to let the prophecy go because the prophecy is basically saying let this happen go somewhere else mm -hmm. and that's what they do i thought for sure and i'm glad they didn't give the movie props for not going the cliched route but i thought for sure thor was going to sacrifice himself and let hella kill him at the end mm -hmm. knowing he would be reborn a la the out of the ashes ragnarok phoenix bullshit because mm -hmm. she's the goddess of death mm -hmm. yep and they don't really make a whole lot of that they call her that a bunch mm -hmm. but you know the, I, I was so sure a major death was coming that was going to be undone in a credit scene or some shit with Thor opening his eyes or whatever. Yeah, she doesn't kill a whole lot of people. I mean, they have that first scene with the the soldiers attacking her and everything. But then, like, she just kind of cools it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know just... how she doesn't know that there's this big contention over there until somebody tells them who also doesn't die, even mm -hmm. though dude's in mid, you know, execution or yeah. swipe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, and then uh, we haven't even mentioned uh, Idris Elba in this. Yeah. I think that's always... A welcome addition. I like his character, even though he's got dreads now. And but. I could be completely wrong, but I thought he also died in one of the... I thought he died in Dark World or one of those. I can't keep it straight. I he can't got frozen either. in the first one. Yeah. and But then apparently he he. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, even if he did die, it's, all these characters are going to come back somehow, <laughs> some way. You know, that was... <laughs> That's uh, that's just the way of these movies, but um, but yeah, I thought he was dead. So when I saw him, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I I, I mean, if he even if he's not, I guess I'll accept it because mm -hmm. they always find a way. They're gods after all. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the god of hammers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Overall, I think we all liked it. There's some obvious reservations here and there about some things. There's some stupidity, whatever. But uh, overall, I think when I look at this movie, I just look at the it is an overall well done comedy i'm glad that it's away from all the other avenger stuff yeah it 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 really just felt comfortable watching this movie um so in the end that's why i gave it an a minus is because i was able to sort of forgive a lot of the stuff that i normally wouldn't in a in a, in a more in a more bad movie yeah um, <laughs> in a so, badder movie in a badder movie yeah. yes and a this is going to be this is going to be the breath that we take i guess this and black panther are going to be the breath that we take until they get really heavy and that black honest. panther trailer looks awesome fucking that's love a that great trailer, trailer man <laughs> yeah. i am i'm way more pumped than i ever thought i would be for a character i didn't know existed until like a year and a half ago right I never even heard of that character, yeah. but man, I'm in. It yeah. looks cool. <laughs> now, His suit's awesome. Yeah. I uh, I did get a, a question on Facebook who uh, from someone who's either from Australia or New Zealand or something like that, and they asked, uh, did some of the humor not register for us because it, uh, he, he seemed to feel like, or he or she, I can't remember if it's he or she, mm -hmm. uh, seemed to think that there was a lot of like region specific comedy in there with new zealand and everything with mm. taika waititi and everything mm. i don't recall there being anything that we as americans couldn't get in there no um, i mean obviously and, it's all deadpan but i love that show. right um there i don't know how i don't know what in particular they're talking about as far as the region specifics of it or whatever maybe there's some stuff that just flew over our head and mm -hmm. we didn't even register it as a joke or whatever but for the most part i'm laughing my ass off from a lot of it especially so. the stuff with with the rock guy uh, yeah and you know we tried we tried to do a revolution but we didn't print out enough pamphlets <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that's so great that was one of the, that was one of the lines man holy crap <laughs> didn't print enough pamphlets this is why okay so that's probably one of my favorite characters in this whole movie uh -huh. and I, I hope if we're gonna throw everybody in an infinity war that guy better get at least one line yeah like, yeah. He, yeah. Better, he better be able to turn to rocket and go hey we're gonna hop on the ship <laughs> but i did read like, this is where you know marvel was damned if they do and damned if they don't but apparently in the comics that character is a much bigger deal huh. and is the movie is sort of playing him off childlike and almost dumb whereas in the comics he's not like i saw some offended people hmm. some people that were offended he'd been boiled down to but me not knowing anything about it that's my favorite character in the whole yeah. damn movie yeah. yeah all right uh well that is our review we all we all i think yeah you should go, go watch go, it go i encourage you to watch it yeah um but uh that will uh let's see well we can get keep going to facebook go to uh yeah. the syncast presented by cinema sins facebook page keep going to soundcloud keep going to twitter on our cinema sins page uh and uh sound off on what you thought about this movie um and try to keep it spoiler free for other people yeah oh good point yeah, yeah. anyway that'll do it for this mini pod mini pod <laughs> <laughs> it's chris atkins and jeremy scott and barrett share we'll see you next time Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Like, the whole thing is this, like... <clears throat> 
blowjob to Stephen King. <laughs> it is my cinematic blowjob. Which is funny because he strikes me as like maybe the one person on the earth who'd be the least impressed by a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he probably, probably I'm is. unimpressed. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just Why imagine you him even? standing there and there's this girl vigorously blowing him and he's just like, nope. Shaking his head. This isn't doing anything. Flipping channels on the Look, TV. Look, I'm not gay, but this just isn't doing anything for me. I, I keep my browser tabs open when I'm doing like sin videos and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, some of the shit is just so weird. Like I've got King King Missile's detachable penis. Yeah. <laughs> is that the name of the band? Uh, King Missile is the name of the band, and they had a song detachable called Detachable. Oh, I remember penis. the song. But so I was like, oh, I want to do an outtake with a, a King Crimson song, which is what I wrote. Did through. you really? Yeah. When they, <laughs> but then I mistook King Crimson for King Missile, so I ended up listening to a Detachable oh, yeah. Penis. Why not King's X? <laughs> yeah, give me a dollar. Um. 